Early temperatures in the morning, 30s to 40. Sunshine Sunday afternoon, chilly yet with highs in the upper 50s. Ralph Sanjay, WGSO. A large selection of guns, hunting items, and fishing equipment. New and collectibles, knives, archery, and more at the Thibodeau Gun Show. 9 to 5 Saturday, 9 to 3 Sunday, January 13th and 14th. At the Warren J. Harang Jr. Municipal Auditorium, 310 North Canal Boulevard, Thibodeau. Free for all law enforcement in uniform or with ID 12 and under free. For more info, go online, click rrrevents.com. Welcome to the 12th season of In the Red Zone, talking New Orleans Saints football. And now let's go to Premier Nissan at 6636 Veterans Boulevard, where Metairie meets Kenner. With your host, WGSO radio personality, Mitch Gibbs. Take it, Mitch. Uh, we're live here at uh, Ray, uh, Premier Nissan here, 5636 Veterans Boulevard in the red zone, our 12th season. Let's go to our first guest, and uh, he is uh, Ricky Starks. They have a big wrestling event coming up January 31st at the UNO Lakeford Arena. So, Ricky, thanks for joining me this afternoon. He's not there. He hung up, so he might have to call back. All right, so we're, gonna, uh, we're waiting for uh, Ricky Starks to call us back here, but uh, we're going to be live here till uh, 6 p.m. talking uh, Saints football here, live here on WGSO Radio, 9.90 a.m. And, uh, you know, uh, interesting season for the Saints. They don't make the playoffs, but they, they have a winning record, a, not a very difficult uh, schedule. We've talked about that many times before. And for whatever reason, uh, the, um, you know, things just, you know, the, we talked about the running game, for example, and we also talked about, um, you know, the inconsistent play quarterback, the play calling, all those things end up not working out for the Saints. So um, they end up uh, probably with a mid-draft choice. And uh, they, um, you know, they go on. And uh, we'll see what changes are made during the offseason. I think the coaching staff is going to stay pretty much intact. I think they will decide what they want to do in terms of player personnel when they get to that point. And we'll see how that goes. We've got the NFL playoffs coming up starting wild card weekend. I don't necessarily think it's a super wild card weekend, but we do have a wild card weekend uh, coming up. And, uh, and uh, that starts, of course, uh, tomorrow. And uh, then it goes all the way through to, uh, to the, um, you know, to Monday night football. So, well, you know, we'll see. The other day. I, I think that this is a wide open year in the NFL playoff wise. So, uh, I think that also that, um, you know, you could see upsets here in the first round, the wild card. Remember, you're going to have three games in uh, each conference, and then there's one bye. In the uh, AFC, of course, Baltimore is the number one seed, so they get a bye. They will play the you know, lowest seed remaining. And then, 
And then, of course, the, um, in the other conference, the NFC San Francisco will be the number one seed. And uh, so they will host whoever is the lower seed. And we're going to have three games. We're going to have two tomorrow, afternoon and evening games. So we're going to have three on Sunday. And then we'll have the final Monday night football game, which is the Rams and the Detroit Lions. So um, that'll be interesting. Uh, I, I'm checking to see if we have this Ricky back with us. Do we have Ricky Starks with us? Yeah, he's on. Ricky, are you with me? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? Oh, hey, man. Hey, uh, good talking to you, man. Thanks uh, for joining us. Um, a little communication here thing. But anyway, um, I know you've got the big event coming up uh, March, uh, I mean, January 31st at UNO Lakefront Arena here in New Orleans at the Lakefront with the AEW Wrestling. I know you're a New Orleans guy, obviously. So talk a little bit about what, uh, what the fans can, uh, can see this uh, on January 31st. Well, honestly, this is the second time that we're coming back to New Orleans, and I am saying this with any unbiased uh, opinion here. It's going to be one hell of a show again just because the fans of New Orleans, the, the AEW fans, and, of course, me uh, being there, too, uh, we bring the energy every single time. So these live events, I always tell people you get a buffet of every type of style of wrestling that you like. And I have not been wrong on that opinion so far. Uh, and January 31st, uh, with AEW presenting Dynamite, that will be no different. So that should be, uh, yeah, and, and you like, you know, you're a New Orleans guy, so it's like a, a homecoming a little bit for you as well, right? Oh, my God. It, so here's a, a fun fact. I, my house, my childhood home is actually eight minutes from the Lakefront Arena. So, uh, you know, it, it's definitely more of a homecoming uh, to me, at least, especially when I have my friends and my family out there, um, you know, watching live. Uh, it's just kind of crazy to be able to drive to the plot of land where my house used to be at and see that and then later that night go and wrestle uh, in front of, uh, you know, my hometown people, basically. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm hearing that you, you, there's going to be some special appearances as well, some legendary guys like Sting and Ric Flair, for example, who, you know, people like me grew up with, you know, when I was a kid, used to watch wrestling. I know you got that movie that's playing right now about the Von Erichs in my day. So it's a uh -huh. great thing that you have all the new guys like yourself and some other guys as well as some of the legendary guys. So how's that going to play? How do you get along with those kind of guys? I love Sting. I, I've, I've met Ric Flair before, but, I, you know, I've worked with Sting quite a bit. He is such a sweet man and so willing to give advice um, on any question that I have. And, and that's kind of the same for a lot of the you know, veterans that we have employed at AEW, they're there to bestow wisdom that they've learned and the experiences that they've had in life, especially in the wrestling industry. So it's great to have that at my fingertips to just sit down, especially in catering, sit down with them and it's like, hey, what should I, you know, can you give me advice on this situation or that? And I think it's even cooler for the fact that New Orleans has such a rich, rich, rich history when it comes to wrestling, when it comes to wrestling at the Superdome, um, when you had big superstars such as, you know, Junkyard Dog just owning that whole territory, I think it's cool for them to come back and be able to, you know, revel in that type of uh, history, that type of energy again, 
because New Orleans through and through is still a big wrestling town. I don't care what nobody says. Well, you know, we've had two WrestleManias here. I've covered both of them, and they were fantastic. And the thing I like so much about it, and you get to talk to these guys, you know, maybe on a daily basis, is the, uh, the, the, uh, when they did the uh, Hall of Fame event the night before the Smoothie King, and I got to see uh, what, what a bittersweet thing to see the Ultimate Warrior, and then he passed away like a week later that year. And then, you know, you got to see Jake the Snake Roberts and some of these other guys, uh, you know, uh, Scott Hall, for example, also. So it, it's great yeah. that and, uh, you guys are so good on the mic, as they say, with great personality as, all, as well as the action. So uh, tell us a little bit more. We only have a couple of minutes left about what we can expect, how long it goes, how many matches are going to be uh, taking place at the UNL Lakefront Arena. So, you know, it varies sometimes how many matches we have on a card. Uh, on average, you, you would probably look at four or five, but... After Dynamite, we typically tape uh, a show called Rampage that airs on Friday nights as well. So um, you're getting a daily dose of wrestling from the Dynamite show to the Rampage show. Uh, I believe since we're Central, the show starts at 7. You know, traveling all these different time zones, I get thrown off here. So it's going to be a a really, really great night of action just because of, the, like I said, the different types of wrestling that you're going to get. Uh, and you do get your money's worth for it. That's for sure. Me personally, I'm looking forward to going out there and wrestling in front of my friends and my family. Once again, I know the people of New Orleans are going to be excited to see an appearance by Sting and Ric Flair because, you know, Sting is having his retirement tour. Uh, March is when he's going to be retiring. So it's going to be great for these people to see Sting live and in action. Uh, and beyond that, man, I'll tell you this. There's going to be some surprises for sure on Dynamite that I can go ahead and say right now. I'm not going to say anything more than that, but I think it's <laughs> going to be worth coming out there and, and watching it live in person. you gotta, you got to entice the people there. Hey, well, it's always it's a pleasure. Hopefully I'll be over there to see you guys in person on the 31st. Thanks again for joining me, Ricky. I really appreciate your time tonight. Thank you for having me. This is great. I appreciate you guys. All right. Thank you, man. Hey, so we got to take a break. And we'll be back with more of the show live. We've got uh, Mark Roman, the stadium announcer for New Orleans Saints, to talk about the Saints football season. A little bit disappointing, but they'll be back next year. So we're live here till the top of the hour here at uh, Premier and East on the 6636 Veterans Boulevard. We'll be back right after these messages. For LA Medical Management Corporation, located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 830 to 530 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Open bugs you. DA exterminating. The real DA is on the way. Take your holes, got fleas or holes, got bugs. Crawl it in your walls or on your rocks. Say no to bugs, tell your DA, pick up the phone, we're on the way. DA exterminating. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA exterminating company. 800-650-PEST. DA. 
Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. I'm Dan Mill, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. The following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. We're back here live here on WGSO Radio, uh, talking Saints football in the Reds on our 12th season live here. At um, um, this year, of course, the Premier League, so hopefully we'll be back next year as well. And we've got my next guest on, who's a stadium announcer for New Orleans Saints, been on with me many times before. He is Mark Wilming. So, Mark, thanks for joining me uh, this afternoon. Hey, Mitch, it's been a pleasure talking with you this uh, this past season, and I appreciate you having me on every now and then to. Uh, discuss the viewpoints from the house controls. Yeah. Yeah. I know you guys do such a wonderful job and you know, it's uh, another season. I know your mom's going to be counting the days till next season, of course. And that's um, right. But anyway, season and waiting for season. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I said, as mom says, there are t- only two seasons. There's Saint season and waiting for Saint season. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're waiting for Saint, but, um, you know, we, the, uh, they did improve record-wise and did win, uh, look good at the end of the season, didn't work out, didn't make the playoffs. But, uh, you know, we'll see what changes are made during the offseason because the offseason is, is, is almost as hectic as a, as a regular season. You think about the senior bulk coming up real soon and then the draft and the combines, the draft, et cetera, all that good stuff. But, hey, there's other things in New Orleans as well. And uh, I know you're a big part of bringing – uh, a lot of great events to the city. So what do we have to, I know you told me you thought 2024 was going to be a great convention year for New Orleans. So if you could talk a little bit about that, that would be cool. Yeah, it's it's going to be a better uh, group and convention year than 2023. We we knew 2023 was going to be tough. We Our teams did our best job to 
get as many of those meetings and conventions back here. But, you know, with COVID, we've, everyone kind of fell out of the cycle. So we're, we're fighting back along with all these other destinations that went to business as well. So uh, we've got, uh, uh, you know, a decent convention calendar. That those are important visitors because it's just not a hotel room, um, but it's all sorts of other resources that they require from our community, our florists, our caterers, uh, special event halls, things like that, that all come together. Um, and we've got, you know, of course, we're getting into festival season of Mardi Gras just around the corner. I can't believe how fast it's been coming. And then we go right into nonstop festival weekends, including French Quarter Fest, Jazz Fest. And then, you know, they've got that big thing happening in October next year. There's three nights of some young lady coming in to sing at the Superdome. Oh, yeah, Taylor Swift. And that's going to be an unbelievable economic shot in the arm for, for our community as it's been for all the other cities that have hosted her. And that's just the well, name you know, of a few things. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you think about the end of the year uh, with the, with the sugar bowl, which was fantastic. It was a great game. And you got, you got a lot of uh, Washington and Texas fans and the hotel guys that told me they did great. So it was a great way to end 2023 and start 2024. And like you said, with Taylor Swift coming in the fall, the Super Bowl coming, um, you know, early the next year. I mean, and uh, we'll have the Sugar Bowl again, and I'm assuming we're going to have one of the playoff games, of course, because you're going to have 12 teams in the college football playoff, plus all these great conventions. I'm thinking about Power Gen. They're coming in just a couple of weeks or so, and they're a bunch of great people as well. So we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're like, we have to be very optimistic about what a great year it's going to be in 2024. I think so. And, you know, you've got the countdown to Super Bowl in 2025, uh, we'll get the handoff at the Las Vegas game uh, on February the 12th. They'll officially hand off the football to the city of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana and the host committee. And then we'll have a march to uh, the world watching and coming to New Orleans in February of 2025. That's a, a huge opportunity for us to tell a story of the things that we've been doing to help improve the economy and, and build you know, the collaboration, the technology, the fact that we are building the rockets that are going to take people to the moon and Mars. We've got the, the new international container terminal being built um, in St. Bernard Parish. Um, there's just all sorts of great stories that we can tell beyond just the fact that New Orleans is a great place to have events like this. It, that's why we say over and over again that we're built to host the walkable city, the assets, the convention center, the, the uh, Superdome. Uh, it's just no other city, I mean, no other city could build something like this right now. We've got it all together. Now, yeah, we've got challenges, of course, as any city does um, across the board. But, you know, we've also got a spirit of the population that wants to get things done. And if we all work together, we can do it. And then uh, you've got to remember, too, that in the fall we'll have a new safe season. So everybody will be excited about that, the way it ended this year. So that'll be exciting. LSU and Tulane and Tulane's a new coach. I was at the basketball game last night. And the new coach came out and got a, got a lot of support. And so we've got great, great universities here, UNO as well. We've got to throw in. So there's a lot to offer. And then, of course, the great culture in the restaurants. But, of course, we should talk, like you said, about Mardi Gras, because Mardi Gras is just around the corner, just a few weeks away. 
and everybody loves Mardi Gras, the pageantry, the parades, um, you know, all the, the, the events surrounding Mardi Gras. So what are your thoughts on Mardi And the fact, like you said, that Mardi Gras early this year, which is really interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, early Mardi Gras, it'll still be the kind of spending that you normally get with if it's a later Mardi Gras from the standpoint of the crews and the parties, the receptions. We just completed an economic impact study. Uh, New Orleans and Company um, partnered with the Mardi Gras Advisory Group, uh, the Council of the Mayor's Advisory Council, to do that. And uh, we showed that Arlene's Parish alone, the economic impact of Mardi Gras year-round is $900 million. Uh, that's an amazing amount of money for uh, uh, what is a, basically a special event. Uh, but as you know, it's, an, it's a year-round industry. It takes, you know, once the parades go back to their dens, they start building them again. The costumes get started, start again and everything else. Um, and for every $1 the city spends on city services, it's getting something like $2.68 back. Um, you know, that's, a, that's quite a return on investment. Yeah, no question about that. But, hey, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure having you on. You always have a... You know, you're very positive and, and, and a great ambassador for New Orleans. And whether it's, you know, the festivals or, or all our great restaurants and hotels and businesses, as can Wells Conventions, uh, you're always a great, uh, like I said, great ambassador for the city of New Orleans. So it's always a pleasure to have you on. And hopefully next year will be maybe the magical year for the Saints and the Super Bowl in New Orleans. Hey, you know, and I appreciate what you do and how you keep um, the stories out there for everyone to understand and what's happening in the community and on the sports scene, but also across the, the board just as a general regional storyline. And I uh, look forward to talking with you again, Mitch. All right. Well, take care. Thanks, and Happy New Year, of uh, course, Mark. Happy New Year, buddy. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks. That was Mark Roman, who's a stadium announcer for the New Orleans Saints. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, uh, a little bit disappointing about the way, you know, the season and the fact that the Saints played their best football. If they would have played a little bit better, uh, you know, early in the season, maybe we could be talking about the Saints playing this weekend in the wild card weekend, but that did not happen. Tampa Bay wins the division. You can, you can, you can think about, we're going we're gonna to ask Hunt Pullman in the next segment, what games really did it come down to? You know, losing the, the early game to Tampa Bay. Uh, any one of those games, the Saints would have won more win than Tampa and would have won the division. The Atlanta game, for example, early in the season, you think about Green Bay because Green Bay made the playoffs as a walk on. The Saints had a 16-point lead in the second half in that game and lost. Like in any one of those games, the Saints win. They become 10-7, and seven, and Tampa was 9-8. and eight. The Saints would have won the division, obviously, with one more game. So you think about that kind of stuff. And uh, it's like, what could have been, because you think about the fact that Philadelphia really struggling, Tampa Bay hosts Philly over the weekend in, the, uh, in, in their, that wild card particular game as a divisional winner, Tampa Bay gets the host. We could have hosted Philadelphia, and that would have been a very winnable game the way the Eagles are playing, and then we would have moved on to the next round. But, you know, that's the way it goes. You got to win those games. Any one of those games would have made a difference. But anyway, we're live here at Premier Nissan. This is the last show of our Saints season. We're going to continue on with, um, you know, they're finishing up the red zone in the month of January. And then we're going to transition to New Orleans today and talk about the Pelicans and the Saints off season. Because, like I said, there's there's a, there's the um, you know the Senior Bowl coming up in Mobile, Alabama. There's of course the Combine. There's also the draft. There's a lot of things going on. So anyway, uh, we're going to um, talk about all that stuff as well as the Pelicans and college basketball with LSU, Tulane, and UNO here 
in uh, New Orleans as we move on to that. But we're going to in the second half of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about the Saints. And Hunt Palmer is going to talk about what he thinks is going to happen during the offseason. We've got some news here, of course, that, um, you know, that Alabama is going to hire the Washington coach. It looks like it's not official. It's unofficial right that now. Other pest that'll be their, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans metro area, North Shore, and Homa. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. I'm Dan Mills, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. Following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Colleen Crane. Forecasters say an Arctic blast will invade the Bayou State around Sunday into Tuesday. National Weather Service report meteorologist Carly Kovacic says it will turn bitterly cold in the northern portion of the state next week. We're going to see lows in the teens with wind chill values dropping into the single digits most likely. Freezing rain and single digit wind chills are also expected for areas north of the I-20 corridor. Kovacic says temperatures will climb near 40 degrees on Wednesday and by the end of next week. So we'll even try to get back into the 50s, but there's still a chance that we could see another area of cold air move into the region. I'm Tico Fox. Governor Jeff Landry issues his first state of emergency. Landry signed an executive order Friday ahead of the severe cold weather expected to impact Louisiana between Sunday, January 14th, and Wednesday the 17th. The governor's Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness is on standby to assist local areas. Road crews are also on standby, LRN. Get a taste of carnival season and play King K Crew from the lottery. Win up to $2,000. Stop at any lottery retailer and ask for King K Crew today for your chance to win up to $2,000. Spin your way to winnings with cash spin from the lottery. Win up to $100,000. Stop at any lottery retailer and ask for cash spin today for your chance to win up to $100,000. The Louisiana Lottery, giving you a reason to smile. Must be at least 21 to purchase. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. 
One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by Louisiana Department of Justice. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Exterminating, the real DA is on the way. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800-650-PEST. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. At Fidelity Bank, some of our clients say here for good in Spanish. Estamos aquí para quedarnos. Some say it in French. Ici pour de bon. Vietnamese. Aray, my, my. And even Italian. Creeper sempre. Because here for good means we're local and committed to our uniquely diverse South Louisiana community. Come see what a difference a local bank can make since 1908. Here for good. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone, talking about my good friend Bob and Parish Coffee, which started in 2018 and provides quality coffee at an affordable price. Try their medium roast, dark roast, chicory coffee, decaf coffee, and southern pecan. They are all handcrafted with a great taste to wake you up to a beautiful morning and are available at local roasters, including Robert's, Rouse's, Bromart, Langenstein's, Conseco's, and Doranac's. Uh, we're back here live at uh, Premier Nissan, 6636 Veterans Boulevard, where Metairie meets Kenner. And, of course, talking um, Saints football here, 12th season in the red zone. Hunt Palmer is with us now, Hunt Palmer Show. Hunt, thanks for joining me this evening. Absolutely, Mitch. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Uh, and Happy New Year. I think we already did that earlier. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, you know, I was just talking about, lamenting about the fact that any one of those games that we said the Saints should have won, and we can name a number of them. I think we bring up the Green Bay game only because Green Bay made the playoffs as the last wild card, or, or you can talk about Tampa Bay. But there were so many games that the Saints, with the lead the Saints had, a double-digit lead against Green Bay on the road early in the season. Uh, you think about the Jacksonville game. There's so many games that the Saints, all they do is win one more game, and of course they would have had 10 wins. And Tampa would have nine wins, and the Saints could be hosting the um, the three falling Philadelphia Eagles and have a good chance to advance to the uh, divisional round of the playoffs. So, uh, you know, what do you think about when you you when you now you've got about a week or so to digest what's happened? Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, you know the, the, this season? What could have been, I guess. Well, I, I would see it as you're correct if they could hold a, a 16 point lead in. In the second half against Green Bay, or they could 
finish the deal against Houston in a game that they very well could have won, um, then, yeah, you're looking at a playoff team. But the fact of the matter is that they played as easy a football schedule as the NFL can present you and as bad a division as the NFL can present you. So if you're woulda, coulda, shoulding after getting that great fortune of playing backup quarterback after backup quarterback and, and bad team after bad team and not playing anybody towards the top of the NFL – then the problem's deeper than, man, I wish we would have picked up that first down in the fourth quarter of that game. Like, it just means you had a bad season. And, yes, you were close to winning a bad division with a bad schedule, but it's, it's, to me it's just a symptom of a team and an organization that didn't deserve to make the playoffs. What, um, what do you think? I mean, you know, it seems like we're not, they're not going to make a lot of uh, change. I know the fans are very unhappy. Even with even though they played well at the end of the season, the fans are not happy with with what you just discussed. Of course, one of the easiest schedules, and they don't they don't uh, you know they don't win the division, they don't make it as a wild card. And next year they're going to have a more difficult schedule, and no question about that. And uh, it seems to me that the changes are going to be very cosmetic, and uh, I think the fans are not going to be really thrilled with that. Of course, if they do well early in the season, that might that cure that, but otherwise. Uh, what are your expectations from what you've heard of what changes the Saints might make, um, you know, during the off season? I don't expect much. I mean, they have had some time now uh, to digest it for a week and kind of figure out what they what they want to do. And everybody else is making changes, whether it's at the top of the head coach or moving coordinators here and there. Certainly, you you could see some move if there's if there are um, coaches or you know, people in other front office spots that Nicky Loomis and or Dennis Allen covet that maybe are still in the playoffs, then potentially there could be a move here or there. But I just I don't know that there's going to be a significant move made. Just from the outside looking in, it appears that the Saints are looking at this saying, hey, you know, we won four of our last five. Once Derek Carr got healthy, we moved the ball. Defense is still you know, pretty good when it's healthy. You know, we just need to then draft a couple more players, develop a couple more guys, and, and we're, we're right there and, and on the precipice of winning 10 or 11 games and, and being in the mix to be a Super Bowl contender. I would disagree with that, but it appears that that's kind of what the organization thinks. And that shouldn't come as a big surprise because this organization has put the pedal down and gone full steam ahead for a decade and a half, two decades. I mean, they just a decade and a half. They, that's just the way they have operated. They have not reset. They have not taken a step back. They just continue to restructure contracts, convert them into bonuses, and go to try to find more players to try to win that year. So that's what I anticipate they'll do again. What uh, changes do you think they'll make um, personnel-wise in terms of players? I mean, there's, there's been talk about about four or five players, like Jameis Winston, for example, which is not that big of a deal. I mean, they, you need a backup quarterback. But he, he had... Beyond what happened at the end of the, uh, the last game, which is going to blow over, I'm sure. But the fact that there were three chances he had winnable games where he really didn't get the job done. So you think about that. You think about Mike Thomas, again, played very little this year. Lattimore had injury issues as well. And then Kamara, you think about, who, all, you know, who had an okay year. I know he missed the first three games, but he's getting older, especially when you think about running back longevity. And there's talk about him maybe thinking about trading him. And the question is, what kind of value could you get from him? So I'm just mentioning a few guys. What are your thoughts on those guys? Are there any other guys that we've grown to know as Saints players that you'd expect not to be on the team next year? 
Well, as far as those guys you mentioned, um, Lattimore has value, and they have players in the secondary with Debo and Taylor. They have they, they covered pretty well even without Marshawn Lattimore. So if you feel like you can get some value for him and you can maintain the level of play in the secondary that we saw down the stretch, then there may be something to look into there. I don't know. Michael Thomas has no value to anyone. He hasn't played in three years, and there's no way anybody's going to give you anything uh, that's going to be of any value for him with that contract. So I don't, I don't see that moving. And then Kamara, I'm with you. He's, he's probably lost a half a step, and it's at a, a young man's position. And I, but again, I don't know that anybody's going to, to jump at the opportunity to add him to their team uh, for anything that, that is of, of value. I think as far as other the position that I'm most concerned about with the Saints is offensive tackle on both sides. You drafted a player in the first round two years ago in Trevor Penning that you don't trust to do anything. And that's a huge problem because he's no longer the left tackle of the future for you. And your right tackle, while he was an all-pro and a phenomenal Saint, he is a question mark, one, to play at a, a, a Pro Bowl or starter level next year, two, to even be on the roster because we don't know what Ryan Ramchick's knees are going to feel like this time in August. So you've got big problems there. They've got to keep Andrews Pete, extend him, and he fits in somewhere. And then I think that's probably at this point where I would look early in the draft to try to find a plug-and-play player, and you hope that it's more of a Brian Brzee, Ryan Ramchick situation than it is a, you know, a Trevor Penning or one of these early-round picks whether it's Peyton Turner or Davenport that hasn't necessarily worked out. But they've got, a, they've got holes at both tackles right now, and they're going to have to figure that out in the offseason, I think, um, for me, first and foremost. Well, and I'll leave you with this question because I've talked about this issue all season long, and somebody brought this up to me um, on the show the other day that, uh, no, and I don't know how big of a deal this is, if you would have a running back cut by committee deal it, it wouldn't hurt as much, but when you have no running back on the Saints that they ran for more than 80 yards in a game this year, um, and you've got a guy like Kamar who's getting a little long in the tooth at that position, and you had Jamal Williams who really was very disappointing, and uh, and then Kendrick Miller looked pretty good in the last game, but had been hurt a lot this season. But I think the thing that hurt the Saints as much as anything this year, you can talk about a lot of issues whether it was Derek Carr inconsistent at times, or his injury issues, uh, not having a good backup quarterback, offensive line issues. But the running game was just not very good all season long. They were in the bottom of the league uh, every week, and I think they finished in the bottom in uh, average yards per game. And uh, that's got to get better. And so when you talk about what, what value, if any, they could get from Kamara, Jamal Williams, I don't think that's really working. And you gotta, you got to hope that Kendra Miller, uh, yeah, healthy Kendra Miller, could be the future. But you're going to probably have to draft a running back or probably bring one in a free agency. What are your thoughts on that in terms of the running game for the Saints going in next year? I think your bigger issue was with the running game was not that, that Alvin Kamara and Jamal Williams can't play. I mean, Kendra Miller's got to be on the field. He can't be heard. But you got to block better. They just they did not block at all. The only time they had a quality run-blocking, consistent attack was when they could win the numbers game with Taysom Hill and not have a quarterback on the field, and that helped their offensive line and able to get a hat on a hat and block it a little bit better because you, you didn't have to worry about a quarterback being an, an irrelevant player. They've got to be better on the offensive line. That's where the whole thing starts. If they can 
be a quality run-blocking offensive line and keep Derek Carr upright and not injured, then I think the offense can be pretty well if it's Pete Carmichael or whoever is calling plays. But um, you can find a running back. The Saints have done it for years outside the top three rounds in the draft. You can find a running back, but it doesn't matter who's back there if you don't block for him. Yeah, I mean, you can make that argument as well. So they're going to they're gonna have to address the, uh, the offensive line as well. But, uh, hey, we'll see. we got a long way to go. We've got the senior ball coming up. We've got the combine and the draft. And we'll see where the Saints go with that. Um, Hans, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining me again this evening uh, talking some New Orleans Saints football. Absolutely. Have a great weekend. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, and we want to wish everybody a great weekend, too. We're just some nice weather until we get the really cold weather, of course, on Monday. So we're going to take our final break, and we, we're going to talk to a gentleman who's got a great – we always talk about theater and what's going on in the city as well. So we're going to give him a few minutes to talk about what he's got going on at the CAC with the intramural uh, theater group. And then, of course, we're going to uh, – ra- I'm going to wrap up with my thoughts on – what I expect of the playoffs because they start officially tomorrow with Wild Card Weekend. So I'll give you my predictions on what I think is going to happen in the Wild Card round and throughout the playoffs. We're going to take our final break. We'll be back live here at Premier Nice on 6636 Veterans Boulevard in the Red Zone, our 12th season, where uh, you can buy beautiful Mitch cars. Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation, located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 830 to 5:30 p.m. and Fridays 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. Before you pay that other pest control company, they are, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans Metro area, North Shore, and Homer. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. I'm Dan Mill, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, Teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. At Fidelity Bank, some of our clients say here for good in Spanish. Estamos aquí para quedarnos. Some say it in French. Ici pour de bon. Vietnamese. Aray, my, my. And even Italian. Qui per sempre. Because here for good means we're local and committed to our uniquely diverse South Louisiana community. Come see what a difference a local bank can make since 1908. Here for good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone, talking about my good friend Bob and Parish Coffee, which started in 2018 and provides quality coffee at an affordable price. Try their medium roast, dark roast, chicory coffee, decaf coffee, and southern pecan. They are all handcrafted with a great taste to wake you up to a beautiful morning and are available at local roasters including Robert's, Rouse's, Bromart, Langensteins, Canseco's, and Doranax. Uh, in uh, final segment of the show, and uh, we're going to wrap up this season. But like I said earlier in the show, we're going to be uh, talking um, Saints football throughout. Like like uh, Mark Roaming, the stadium announcer, the Saints said, this, the off season is just as busy as the regular season. And you've got the uh, Senior Bowl coming up at Mobile, Alabama, and then you, of course you've got the um, the combines and then the draft, and uh, that's going to be very important for the Saints. The only problem with Finishing nine and eight, it's great to finish with a winning record, but when you don't make the playoffs and you finish nine and eight, unfortunately, what happens is uh, you your draft choice isn't as good, and so it's like almost like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Of course, you're trying at the end of the season because you want to make the playoffs, but if you don't make the playoffs and you have a winning record, you move to like the middle of the draft, which means if you really want. Uh, the cream of the crop, unless you get lucky, you're going to have to trade up, which means you have to give up assets. And the Saints have done that in the past. I'm not a big fan of that, unless I know I'm going to get a Patrick Mahomes, and who knows that? You have to have a crystal ball for that anyway. But um, but there'll be a lot of stuff going on, and we'll be uh, continuing on with the show on Monday and Friday uh, afternoons at 5 o'clock to talk other stuff beyond just the Saints. Of course, the Pelicans have a big game tonight against the Denver Nuggets which is on uh, local TV. And uh, Denver's a six-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. I think some of the Pelicans players are questionable. I think Denver's going to probably win that game. I, I, I'm reluctant to bet like I did uh, in, for the NFL. I bet, I bet Cleveland in the AFC, and I bet the Rams in the NFC's long shots because I think the playoffs are wide open. I don't care if Baltimore's the number one seed in the AFC. I don't care that San Francisco's number one seed in the NFC, and they both get buys, of course, as the only uh, the one seeds only get that now. And you have the th- the you know what two through seven, uh, and two through seven the AFC and NFC play, and the three winners move on to the divisional round next week. But I think it's wide open, so that's why when I can get 30, 25, 30, 40 to one on the Rams to win the NFC, or I can get Cleveland at the same price, or maybe a little bit better odds to win the Super Bowl, I'm doing it. That's all I bet. That's all I bet. So I think that uh, my my hope is that we're going to see a Kansas City-Cleveland AFC Championship game at Arrowhead, because of course it would be there, because the Chiefs are a divisional winner, and the Browns are the first wild card, so the divisional winner is always going to get the home field advantage game. And then in the other conference, I think the Rams are, and it's not going to be easy, but I think the Rams can beat Detroit and beat San Francisco and be in the NFC Championship game. And we'll see how that goes. Realistically, they might have to play uh, somebody like Dallas, for example, uh, to do that, to accomplish that, because they have to beat Detroit. And then we'll see how it all goes, because the highest, the, the, the number one seed is going to play the lowest left and so we'll see how all that plays out. So, but realistically, if I had to predict this, the NFL, uh, the NFC and the AFC, who's going to be in the, in the uh, conference championship games, I'm going to go Kansas City um, as my somewhat of a sleeper because they're not one of the top two seeds. And then I would see whether well, Cleveland's like my long shot pick, I guess you could say. But realistically, I could see uh, 
Kansas City at Baltimore, for example, as the, uh, a little chalky there, because I think Kansas City will beat Buffalo if they have to play that game, because I think Buffalo can't lose to Pittsburgh, so I think Buffalo's going to probably post Kansas City in the uh, divisional round next week, and then Baltimore would play Cleveland, and I think Cleveland can beat Baltimore, but we'll see how that goes. In the other uh, the other side, I think San Francisco's going to be tough to beat uh, until you get to the conference championship game. And then I think all bets are off. I think anybody could beat San Francisco just about in the NFC, and we'd be that there. So, like, what I'd say is my hope is we have a Cleveland Rams Super Bowl. That'd be great, very lucrative to be. Realistically, I like Kansas City to get back to the Super Bowl against San Francisco, a rematch of what they did a few years ago. So those are my thoughts on the uh, NFL playoffs. I know a lot of people think I'm crazy. They think it's going to be chalk, Baltimore and San Francisco. But I think this is a year where you're going to have – it's going to be very unchalky. I could be wrong about that, but that's my thoughts. But anyway, I want to mention uh, in the Intermural Theater, Bennett, uh, who runs that, uh, at CACNO.org. Uh, we, we, were, we were hoping to get them on tonight, but I know they're really busy because they have a performance tonight. Uh, it's, it's at the Black Box Theater, which is at the CAC. It's called The Trees. Support these guys. They started yesterday, um, and they're going all the way through uh, January um, I mean, they start yesterday, they go on through January 22nd. So it was 111 to 122. It's called The Trees. Support these guys. The Intramural Theater, CACNO.org. You can buy tickets to The Trees. It's in the Black Box Theater. Right when you walk in, you can't miss it. So please support those guys. I want to thank Ricky Starks, of course. Uh, all Elite Wrestling Event, July 30, I mean, J January 34th. I'm thinking we're, you know, we're, we're six months out from there, but... Uh, AEW Wrestling, All Elite Wrestling. We had Ricky Starks, who's a New Orleans native, and his family's going to be there January 31st at the UNL Lakefront Arena. Uh, you can buy tickets on the website, of course, at AEW or the Lakefront Arena website. And, of course, Ric Flair and Sting are going to show up. Sting's in his retirement uh, uh, tour thing, and Ric Flair always shows up and selling something. And uh, then, of course, Mark Romig, who's a stadium announcer, uh, for the New Orleans Saints, we had Mark Romig on, and then of course Hunt Palmer with the Hunt Palmer show. Uh, and I'll end with, uh, like I said, the Saints to me need to need to really they need to improve on on the offensive line, no question about that. But mainly they got to get better running the ball. You can't have no running back under 80 yards in a single game. You can't be in the uh, one of the worst teams in the league running the ball. I don't care who you're playing because it's going to be a more difficult schedule next year and be successful. Regardless of what, who's that quarterback, you've got to be able to run the ball in the NFL. Controlling the line of scrimmage. So from day one, usually the team that controls the line of scrimmage wins football games at all levels, of course. So they got to get better there. And we'll have plenty of time to talk about that during the offseason, uh, who the guys are. I'm going to tell you who I guys I think the Saints should look into in terms of offensive line and running backs. And you could always pick up running backs and free agents. You never want to pick a running back early in the draft anyway because, uh, you know, it's a position that does – that there's not a lot of longevity there. So it's something you really have to do your homework on. So that's what my thoughts on that. Uh, college football next year, they moved to the 12-team playoff. We had a, you know, a nice – I uh, think, although I still don't think Alabama should have been in there, but the bigger story now has been Saban's retiring after 17 years at Alabama, and it looks like the uh, Washington coach is going to get that job supposedly. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, anyway, um, there's supposedly going to be uh, announcement, uh, uh, but guess 
maybe the beginning of next week. They have to uh, dot the I's and cross the T's. But uh, he's supposed to be uh, the next coach of uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide. And uh, we transition to uh, Power Four next year with the Pac-12 being dismantled. I don't know what those other two teams are going to do, Washington State and Oregon State. But it'll be interesting to see. The Sugar Bowl will be in the mix every year, of course, because you'll have 12 teams. I think there are going to be four buys, and then you'll have the other eight teams playing in four games. Those four winners will play the four teams that get buys in the quarterfinals. I still think they should only have eight teams in the uh, – that's my opinion. I think eight. They never need to expand from four, but eight I think is sufficient. And we're in an era now you're going to have to live with it. Saban didn't like it. I think that's one of the reasons why he moved on, that we have NIL, which I'm still not a fan of. I still think, you know, the college athletes get a great deal with free tuition and room and board and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think they should be paid. But we're in an era where there's a lot of people disagree with me on that. And then on the transfer portal, it's great. I have no problem with you transferring, but I still think you have to, should have to sit out a year unless the coach leaves. You're, the coach you're going to play for leaves. Then I think that should be the exception to the rule. But without that, I don't, I'm not a big fan of not having to sit out a year. I think it becomes more liberal free agency than you got, got in the NFL. So anyway, uh, we're going to wrap up uh, our 12th season in the Reds. I want to thank Ronald back in the studio, BJ, all the great people at WGSO Radio. I want to thank Craig Collins and, of course, and Donald here at Premier Nissan. They've hosted us all the way from the beginning, well, actually from the end of August, all the way to uh, the second week of January. So we've had a nice four-month run, and uh, we'll be back on next week to talk uh, you know, a lot of great stuff here in, in the red zone here. And of course, New Orleans today. So everybody have a safe weekend. Get ready for Monday, some cold weather and enjoy the playoffs. And we'll see. Like I said, I think Chiefs, Browns, Rams, we'll see how that goes. Uh, hopefully I'm right. I bet on all that stuff. So I just don't think it's going to be a chalky NFL playoffs. And then we'll, a great year for Telichu and all, Tulane, all that great stuff as well. So everybody have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation, located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T.